Welcome to another edition of Six Pack Cinema. This week we watched three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. We're talking stress, because Jimmy and I, we do not agree. Sheehan's somewhere in the middle, but I think he's more on my side. Find out if it's a good movie? Kick it to the intro. Dude, you should review movies. Oh my god, yes. Okay, I've okay. had a couple, so. Movie review. How you guys doing? Doing awesome. Doing good. Feels like feels like it's been a while since we did this, but it's been has, forever. A I think weeks. it's because last week we uh we did it on a Saturday and then now we're a little behind the scenes magic for y'all listening. It's actually a Monday night, not a Sunday, so it's been longer than usual. And we didn't do a movie, we just did an interview. Yeah. And before that, we did a uh, an old movie. So we there haven't been to movies in a couple of weeks. There you go. You just pieced it together. That's why it feels like so long. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mudbound but, was the last one we did, right? Mudbound. That was a good movie. No, we did something after Mudbound. Did we? Huh. I don't know. Maybe not. No, no, we didn't. We didn't. No, Mudbound. See, fuck, that was a long time ago. Seems forever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're back. All right. Well, with that, let's hop into our snap impressions. Jimmy, what do you got? What's your snap impressions of this movie? Wanted to love it because, like I've, we've said many episodes, In Bruges, same director, In Bruges, one of my favorite movies ever. Wanted to love it, walked away very dissatisfied. It's not a bad movie by any means, but it is not, it's not nearly close to what I was expecting and hoping it would be. And uh, that was very upsetting for me. So I, on this podcast today, I will be talking about how this movie was not that great. It's good. Oh, well. Not not good. Whatever. It's disappointing. You're dead to me. Sheehan, let's redeem it. What's your snap impression? Well, I, I know what he's saying. It's a little disappointing, but it doesn't take away from the fact that it was fantastic. It was an incredible movie. It could have been it could have been even better. It could have been. I'll admit that. The ending, a little sour note, but I I refuse to believe that he wasn't the guy. I know that the director came out and said that he wasn't the guy. I don't care. See, so there's I don't uh, that's care. a big problem. That's a big but, problem. Hang on. Before shut up. Before we get distracted. Sorry. Because uh, we're uh, gonna go down this wormhole immediately. I'll give my snap impression. All right. I, I agree with Sheehan. It didn't live like I had outrageously high expectations. It didn't live up to him. I was expecting the next in Bruges. But it's still a fucking amazing movie on every level. So I, I loved it. It was good. And Sheehan, I'm sorry to say, you are wrong. He was not the guy, but he was another rapist. All right, now we can argue about this because you guys were about to tear each other's throats out. I'm right. No, but here's the thing. I don't care. So, so I don't. Can I explain why I'm right? No, John. Here's okay. the thing. Go ahead. The reason you think that he was the rapist and like they're actually gonna go on this journey to track someone down, like there's gonna be a sequel. That would be cool. That is not what it is. And you don't want to believe that because if you believe that, then it turns into not a great movie. And so you're just fighting, like hoping, nope, that's what it is. That's what it is because that makes this movie good. But once you realize that that rapist who came into her store and threatened her for no reason at all, just to have the audience think like, oh, that's the guy. And then they bring him back and you're like, oh, that is the guy. This is good. And then it's like, oh, wait, he wasn't. So all of that was meaningless. That's what you don't want to believe because no, that makes it a bad movie. Though. The point the point is that life is shitty and that it like this stuff happens and it wasn't an isolated incident. Yeah, so just her daughter gets raped and all that. There are other people out there doing that type of stuff. Cool. And that guy was so fucked up. He was defending another person who did it. Yeah. 
It wasn't meaningless. You're an idiot if you think it's meaningless. It was meaningless. This was supposed to be a single story of like a crime in a town. It was supposed to no, be No, no, no. See, that's where you're wrong. You, you, that's where you're Dave, wrong. It's Dave, not so, Dave, just hang on. Let Dave. me finish this cuz he's wrong. It's it's not supposed to be that. That's what you wanted, but that's not the movie they made. So you're the first half of the movie mean... is her trying to solve a crime and her versus the establishment that won't solve the crime. That's the first half of the movie. Once he commits suicide, the it, no, it, the whole the movie entire... is about her. Dude, Dave, her... shut up! The whole thing. No, you're shifts. a fucking idiot, Dave. You need to shut the fuck up. The whole thing sh- shifts, and it's now. We're just supposed to accept that all the troubles they gave us in the first aren't going to get answered. Like, that's what the director said. Life doesn't have answers. But you can't bill it as this crime, us versus the establishment movie, and then just completely... Like, this is why Sheehan doesn't want to believe that he's not the killer, because it completely rips that apart. And then now it's just about life goes on? Cool. I mean... That's yeah, a, the that, movie was about coming to terms with shitty things that happened in your life. It wasn't about solving the crime. Yeah, but you didn't know that until 45 minutes into the movie. I'm sorry the movie had a twist. Can I, can I, I ask a twist. you? Can I, can I ask, hand up, guys? Can we just chill the fuck out for one second? You told me that the director said that it he wasn't actually the bad guy, right? Yeah. See, that hurts my argument. But... When, when walking out, I I didn't think I wasn't trying to make myself think like oh yeah he was definitely the guy just because, because I wanted to I I thought it because when Abercrombie was that the 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 new the new black cop's name when he came back and says yeah hey well, it wasn't him it was uh he was I talked to his commanding officer and he was like what are you talking about I was like yeah I I can't tell you where he was but wink wink it was in the desert. That to me sounded like it was circling the wagons. It sounded like they were like just this commanding officer was was vouching for a guy because he just happened to know him. It was it was it was elevating the level of corruption slash laziness. That's why I thought it was good, and that's why if it would have been perfect if this fucking director just shut his mouth and didn't say that. If he just he had a great movie, but he 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 invalid invalidated it. He shit on it himself. So that that bothered me. In my head, without the director's comments, it's still fantastic. It's just not the movie. It just flipped halfway through and then, like, nothing mattered. Also, like, so much violence. Like, her throwing the... Her throwing the... um, Molotov cocktails or whatever at the police station. And you're like, wow, this is crazy. This is so cool. And then, like, there's just no consequence for that at all. And this, like... And then... Just every act of violence in the second half, there was just no consequence. He just beats up that kid, throws him outside the window. He's like dead on the street. The new sheriff comes in town who's supposed to do law and order, doesn't arrest him, doesn't do anything, doesn't call an ambulance. It was just shock value aggression. No, for a- no you missed it. You, th- you missed it. That's the whole point of oh the movie because the cops don't do anything. Did you watch this the same movie, shittily, Jimmy? Yeah, I understand. It's, it's a shittily run comp- uh, company. It's a shittily run city with... With, with the, the cops don't do shit. That's why people can get away with literally anything. That's why this girl is, is dead and burnt and raped while dying, which is terrifying. That was, that was all part of it. Admit it. You, you glanced over that one. Admit, I'll give you everything else. You just admit that when you glanced over that part. So all of that. So, But that's just, what's the point then? What's the point of this movie? They live in the Wild West. Call it Ebbing, Missouri. 
Yeah, it's it's a and shitty why, backwaters area to live in. Why That's did they the give point. him southern and accents? They're dealing with, and it's about these individual people dealing with a trauma and getting over a trauma without the help of the system because the system has failed them. Sure, like if that, if that I'm not arguing that. That's what it turned out to be. I'm arguing. I'm saying that wasn't that good. I don't. I don't care for that plot. <laughs> okay. The, you don't have to. Let's talk <laughs> about the good stuff. The acting was incredible. Let's let's, let's do that. Okay. All right. Let's um, let's go into our deep dive. Let's start with favorite. Oh, should we start with negatives so we end up on favorites? Because I feel like we're already in kind of negative. I think we're already in knee deep with negatives. Yeah. So let's just continue with the negatives so that we can end on a happier, more lively note. Because th- this is getting a little tense right now. All right. Well, the midget in- is only in it oh, because right. he's friends with the director, and that's kind of. Can't do that. Hey, whoa, whoa! Don't throw the M word around yeah. here. Whoa. Dwarf, dwarf, Peter Dinklage, short person, little person, little person. Whatever. He's only in it because they're friends. <laughs> like he's been in a lot of movies. He's Peter Dinklage. And, and you kind of can't do that be, unless you can really justify the means there, and I don't think they did. Yeah, in in that kind of town, he wouldn't be just oh, there's there's Peter. It'd be like oh, he's. That guy. Actually, but he was. He, he was actually really. Yeah, he, they picked on for, him. For yeah. Being that. I thought it was a great Fun. small role. Not everything has to be a big grandeur. Small role. Uh, oh. <laughs> Not everything has to be this big, like Grandois, like fit into everything. He was just another person in this town that was dealing with the trauma of living in this backwater place. Yeah, but I, I agree with Jimmy here because it just it didn't it didn't feel right. It just didn't. Yeah. Something was off about it. It was like a little bit too much of a of a, a, a quirk, you know? Yeah. But I do I, I respect Dinklage because he he's he's come out and said that he he refuses to do roles to be a clown. Like he says he only he'll, he'll only do a role if it fits for him and it doesn't require being short. Yeah. So well, he's he's trying. Yeah. I think there is this, probably this one wasn't the right movie. Yeah. I think there's probably one more scene cuz I will admit, I know um, Jimmy has said off air before that he really didn't like it because there was just no, like, there was no point to that plot. And I think there's probably one more scene with him somewhere where he gets, like, a full arc or whatever, he or he and her make up at least or something like that. I think there's something on the cutting room floor. Yeah, it was it was a little off. It wasn't the worst thing, but, yeah, I'll give you that. And the, yeah. the 19-year-old husband's girlfriend – was like just in there for shitty laughs. Yep. Which yeah. felt like Also, I I not this backorders, but I grew up in an area that I'm in South Florida. There's a lot of people who are like older guys who have like 18-year-old girlfriends. Mm-hmm. That that hit like a big note of realism for me. I was like, "Oh, I I've, I've met people like this." But like making fun of her dumbness, it just felt like easy. Like, okay, now there's going to be 19-year-old bimbos ditzy. Like we were watching How I Met Your Mother or something. Solid show. We, we got. We, you're just breaking down this movie. I was yeah, so I high on this, and now I'm, you're making me sad. Also, like, because yeah. you're right. I mean, it was it was stupid. That scene where he like hits her, pins her against the wall, and then the son gets a knife and puts it to his throat, and she walks out of the bathroom. It's like, oh, am I interrupting something? like oh so let's just make light of this incredibly crazy situation everything was just like here's a really really crazy situation and no one's really gonna care it's like haha isn't that so bizarre 
but I, I would, that was normal for them. Like that, that was not out of the, out of the, yeah, for them, not for a nine year old girl. That, that exact. Oh yeah, I know. But like up until that point that they needed, they needed a way to break off, I guess, you know, so they, there was, it was a cheap way out, but that family that happened a thousand times before. Yeah. The same, they, they, they went about the business like, all right, well I'll put the table back up in mm-hmm. the knife away. Yeah. Which is that yeah. one. It was, that, it was like they, that part, it was cool. like a hiccup in their conversation. That's part's cool, but they use the 19 year old to like l- l- make light of it. Yeah. Felt weird. That's where, that's where the whole dark comedy thing comes in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. any, anything else you didn't like Jimmy? Yeah. Newspaper kid. No ending to that storyline. No real nothing. Girlfriend was like heavily involved. Like the, like something was going to happen with her. Uh, they gave her like one line at the end. Like they kept escalating. You saw her, then she talked, then she talked more. She brought the envelope in front of the cop. You thought something was going to happen with the girlfriend. Nothing. Whole plot line. Just more violence. Who cares? Remind me. What was that? The pl- what, yeah. what girlfriend? What girlfriend? She, she, she's real. She, she used to be in the show HBO show, uh, luck Irish chick. She worked for the news, the billboard kid. Oh, that was his girlfriend. Well, she yeah. worked there. Was, they were like, like hints. They were like flirting. Yeah. So there's all these flirting things like about them. Okay. Nothing. But once again, I, I see that as just like, a, like the few scenes with them is a glimpse into their own little like world and story that they're dealing with that. Like, just because they have a couple of scenes with this story, like you see it, you don't need to know every little thing about every character's life. So, so we're just make a movie where we brought all these storylines and all these characters, and they're just never. But resol- I don't think we'll it's never, a storyline. We'll never resolve anything. You see two anything. people flirting together. No, you see two people flirting together, and you're like, it, all right, it escalated. A couple. It escalated. They saw they sh- like saw just her. Then they saw like him working. Then they showed McDermott or Fran Francis looking out the police, and then we can see into his office, and you see them, the two of them talking. It just kept going, going, and then it just nothing. I mean, I think it, that that's the point. You're looking for too much out of like just a little background. I think you're forgiving. I think you're forgiving too much of where nothing no. in the end. I think there was, something happened to you when you go, went to go see this movie. You had like a dump in your pants. You were in a bad mood. I, was, I, you su- just don't I suggest have a good taste about I su- this movie. I suggested it. I really wanted to see it. You, I mean, you can't just throw things out there and then be like. Oh well, that's what this movie was saying. Nothing matters. Something just what I, No, but that is what the movie was saying. The director said that's what the movie was saying. It wasn't what you wanted the movie to be, but that's a personal thing, not what the, I, I, the movie I, is. The director saying it doesn't excuse it. It's bad. Like if he was to say, I would say, yes, you messed up. You should have given some of these stories endings. Uh, I'm gonna throw cold water on both of you right now. To chill out. <laughs> we just. All right, uh, go go back to your corners. That dude is just in the hospital. It's the last time we see him. Yeah. Yes. There was loose ends, but I, 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 in my opinion, that was just saying like this. There, the glimpses of of little stories going on around the small town without diving into it. They're just saying things were going on. It was this wasn't the only thing going on. This 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 investigation. That's not true because he was so tied into the whole thing. The reason he got no, he beat wasn't. up, no, he, he, wasn't. He, was, he was only the reason he got he wasn't really tied. Well, the in. reason he got beat up and got sent to the hospital is because of the billboards. It's not like it was just a glimpse into what's going on in this town. The billboards was the main thing of this entire movie. Everything happened because of a, it. He was an innocent bystander. Sure. He was. <laughs> he, his his job was to put something on the billboards, and then Dixon got all his pissed off when the guy killed himself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Took it, took it on I'm somebody. not arguing that. It is. It's just unresolved. And yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I wish they, they showed him like limp, 
They should have showed him limping out of the hospital like four days later. Something. Something. And then uh, cut to okay. their wedding because clearly we had to get a ending to Shut that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, let's go on to things we like because it doesn't sound like we like this movie so far. Best I su- fucking love this movie. Best suicide letters ever written. Oh, really? Dude, that, no, for real. That scene. Uh, when I realized that that's like what was going on. For like, cause at first he just like puts her to sleep, and you're like, oh, that was like a sweet, nice day. And then you he starts like the monologue starts, and I was just like, oh fuck, oh shit. I I I teared up at that point. You guys get any uh any tears going? No. I liked his letter to Dixon better. Most yeah. that was part. Of, that was a cornerstone of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that was huge. It was the turning point for Dixon because he realized he had to stop being, like, such a shitty person. Yeah, yeah but I, did, I didn't get any feels from this until um, until she, until she, the wife gave the, the letter to the the grieving mother. What was it, her hell name? I'm blanking on her fucking name. McDermott? The whatever. main lady. Frances, Frances McDormand. Yeah. When she got the letter from the wife, that's when I got, uh, and two kids were in the car, and they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. That got me, that got me a little bit. Mm-hmm. One thing I will admit I didn't like was why the fuck did she just have an Australian accent? She was British or something, and and far younger than him, and just like never touched on. The age thing didn't bother me, just probably once again because I grew up in an area where that was not that weird. But the random accent in the middle of Missouri, yeah, well, I was like nobody would like nobody's moving from Australia. Like England to Missouri. Yeah. That's just not a thing that happens. That was the most unrealistic part of the whole movie. I thought we were going on things we liked, guys. Sorry. I thought we were going on the high notes here. I was trying to, to I was go- trying to bond with Jimmy here. I was trying to find common. Did this ground. movie did this movie suck? And no. they, like, they had, I, this movie why did why did they all have like southern accents? Because it's the South. No, Missouri. It's the Midwest. They don't, they don't have yeah. I mean, Missouri like, is like the south of the like Midwest. It's a bunch it's just of south hit. of the Midwest. Okay, well, sure. No. It's, it's Middle America, man. But it's they that, that seemed like very normal accents from Missouri. No, they yeah, just I, have I didn't Midwest. Into the they accents, just have Midwest but. accents. They they put like a southern twist on this whole movie. I mean, he's a yeah. he's a not a non American director, so he was probably just making what he thought. But, I mean, Missouri might have like a like Southern Missouri probably has a little Southern accent. I don't know where they were in Missouri, but they were like some of them people had like Southern accents, like the cops and shit. Yeah, I, I'll say this: it's a it's a fake town, so it could be. Anywhere. I love uh, Rockwell, but I and and he didn't do bad in this role, but I just don't like him in this role because when he plays a likable guy, he's so funny and hilarious that I didn't like seeing him play an unlikable guy. No, I'm not but saying he I, did. I love. I'm not saying he did bad at it. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I agree with you. When he is likable for the whole movie, I enjoy it more. But I like that he was so hateable, and then by the end of the movie, you're like, "All right, this guy's not that bad." Like we just weren't seeing things from his point of view for the first half of it. I still thought he was pretty bad. He just. I think I think I think he was the real winner of this movie, for real. Sam, yeah. I mean, he's a horrible person. Like he tortured black people. He's a shitty cop. But he he. You kind of sympathize with him a little bit by the end. Like, you can... Well, not sympathize, but you feel for him in some ways. He learned his lesson. That was the most pointed letter ever, that suicide letter. I forget what he said, like... Fuck. We watched it three weeks ago, but I had it it memorized. Because he says, like, you know... You got to learn to love, but 
to love. You gotta oh, you gotta learn to be calm because when you're calm, it you don't get angry, and when there's no anger, you learn to like things, something like that. But it was all about he linked being calm to loving things, and I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. I gotta find that that, was that letter that he wrote him. I really really liked the wording of it. All right, uh, Sheehan, what about you? Uh, you you liked the movie? Just well, I did. No, I don't I don't know anymore. You guys, you guys are like really poisoning my waters. I did like it. Yeah, no, I I, I really liked it. Um, I I actually I thought, really I thought. Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, weren't you asking me what I well, thought? Then about you it? just said I really like it, and you stopped talking for a sec. I yeah, that's a setup for what I'm going to talk about. I think uh, Woody Harrelson. This is probably one of his better movies. He didn't play. He, he wasn't around for that long, but he was. He was good with what he was doing. Yes, I, he, play, he plays a good dying father, who is also a chief of police. He nailed that role. I felt like. Yeah, I I agree with you. This was one of my favorite roles of his, if not the favorite. And I like that. I had no idea that his character was going to have cancer or die or anything. They. Like all the trailers for the movie and the previews set him up as the antagonist to uh, Francis's character, so yeah, yeah. I, I which is which it was nice to see that. Yeah, my favorite scene was between him and Francis uh, when he just brought her in after drilling a hole through the dentist's hand, which was <laughs> fucking hilarious. That yes. that dentist scene was amazing. no that punishment was for that though. That's not how the, <laughs> we already went over this, I, Jimmy. There is no rules. Yeah. Okay? You just have to accept that there there is no rules here. Stop bringing it back. <laughs> no, nah, I like my I like realism. So yeah, the, the the scene between the scene between those two, it was they were just a basic interrogation. I about to I I didn't do anything wrong. Yada yada back and forth, and then he spit up blood accidentally on her face, and it was like a, a flip of the switch. He became instantly vulnerable. She what her guard went down to be very yeah. very um, motherly. It was it was who they really were. It, it's just it, it was incredible. Their whole facade came crashing down in that one moment, and it was great. See, and when when he said, "I'm sorry," she says, "No, I know, I know," and she went and got help. Yeah, that that was a great. You scene. can see it, it on like, her face, like you said. Like the second yeah. the blood hits, she just switches to mother mode, and that yep. that because that was my just, favorite scene. She's, too. I loved it. She's just in this to get to to get her, her daughter's name out there. She doesn't hate anyone. She doesn't. She really doesn't hate anybody at all. Yes. She's she's an angry person, and she wants justice, and and she knows that she can put that inside to help this poor bastard who's literally dying in front of her yeah. and spitting up blood on her. Face. And speaking of so that was that scene was top notch in my opinion. I agree. And speaking of that though, when he first goes to see her, and he kind of drops the bomb like I have cancer to get her to back up, and she's like, "Well, I know I'm not going to stop this. It would I wouldn't put the billboards up after you die. You can't do anything then." I love yeah. that scene. The and it was awesome how he how he paid for the second month. That <laughs> yes. was great. Yeah, that was really cool. That was really good. That scene you're talking about, Sheehan, though, when uh, their interrogation yeah. scene, good scene. Not knocking the scene at all, but from a technical standpoint, this is something I always look for, and it it kind of maybe I wouldn't. I'm going to ruin it for you if you start looking for it. Whenever they show like a conversation, and they had they showed the back of her head, right? First, I thought it wasn't her because it just looked not like the back of her head for a little bit. This is the first time we saw that it was shaved. Anyway, there's a part where Harrelson's delivering his lines and you see the back side of her head and you can just see that she's smiling and laughing. But like the regular viewer is just looking at him. But it was like so like it was a cut scene. But it takes me out of it because I always look at their face because I know that 
whenever they're not showing a car- an actor's face, they're probably hiding something. And she was just laughing while he's talking. She's not supposed to be. See, that that's a curse that you have on you uh-huh. right now. Yep. And you've given you know, it, it to it, us. It, cause it, it, so, fuck no, yeah. No, no, no. I've... I I've, I've I used to look for that stuff, but like now I don't I don't focus on that at all. I, I barely focus on the actors. I, I follow. It doesn't the story. like ruin anything for me. It's just something I like notice when it happens. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, you're stronger than I am. I, I I get too obsessed over little details. So if I just have to block those out <laughs> to see the overall story, I'm happier. Or what? Uh, well, what other characters is, did we well, forget well, about? Well, I I mean the fact that you said Sam Rockwell or Dixon. He, you didn't really like him that much in this? No, he said he did. He just likes him when he's happy, right? Did I understand that? Well, like, yeah, Rock, I, I like, misunderstood. like Rockwell in The Way Way Back or when losing winning season or Choke. Like when he's like lovable loser but hilarious is when I think he shines. And yeah. I was like, fuck, he's crushing this role. But I just would much rather him be funny. And you could see him. He was okay. sneaking funny lines into this terrible human being. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to laugh at that. It was great though. Yeah. I, I think this was, this was his best. I w- this is the best performance. Well, yeah. Done. But maybe, maybe like a serious I, role, but as a comedy role, like, like I think oh, he's no, no. hilarious. He's done better. Yeah. This is his best serious role by far, but he, he doesn't yeah. do many. Yeah, He did yeah. a really well. Good job. I just rather like, if you were like, Hey, you want to see okay. this Sam Rockwell I, I movie? You. I wouldn't be like, this wouldn't be what I would think of. All right, I got, we're on the same page there. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 best line of him, like you said, he sneaks little funny funny lines in there. When McDormand said that you're just a, a n word beater, and he says that we call them people of color beating, <laughs> like it was better. <laughs> yeah. That that was great. Speaking yeah. of, what do you guys think? Why did they establish those two black, the black kid and the girl in the movie, and then like bring them back for like three different scenes? Well, the black girl got arrested uh, to show the strong arm of the police. Yeah, because she was an easy target. The, the kid, mm-hmm. the kid with the billboards. Then he was like, "They make extras." I don't know. Just that—that that seemed like convenient for me. Yeah. And I mean, they were going. They were they were forgotten about in the town because the town didn't give a shit about them. They didn't. They weren't probably weren't liked in public that much. Yeah. And it was a political commentary on today's world. And it's theory. also like you know, Black Lives in Matter. In the beginning of the movie too, when um, Dixon goes and starts yelling at them as they're putting up the billboards. That's that black kid who who says like, "What are you going to beat me like you beat other people or something along those lines?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it's pretty clear that. Yeah. They, they hate him was, because he is a he beats black people and tortures them. So it kind of made sense that he would hold on to the extra copy because he had to know there's no way this is going to go down okay. Yeah. No, I, I think I think that he held on the that that whole part. The fact that he was black and had an extra copy is irrelevant. I think you just nailed it there. The very beginning, he was black, and they used that as a as a segue to introduce the fact that this guy beat black yeah. people. My th- that's probably the only reason why he was black or could be he just, he's just a good actor. He fit the role. Yeah. I don't know. My thing is in, in Bruges. And if you haven't seen it, plug your ears. They have all these crazy characters. <laughs> and then at the end, fat guy jumps to his death to save Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's running away. Hitman shoots the mid, the little person who he thinks is a kid, Colin Farrell. Then he has to kill himself because he did the same and everything came together. And it was like, Oh, 
oh, that was so cool. This is such a good movie. And I was sitting there like, they're going to do it again. These black characters, <laughs> this little person, this terrible racist, this person that was wrong, new police chief, it's all going to come together. And they're going to, this ending's going to be great. And then it was just like, <laughs> and I get that that's what he wanted, but it's not what, it, what I wanted. And if you were to tell me, well, we have the other version on deleted scenes. I would go watch that every single time I rewatch this movie than the ending he chose to give us. I see we keep going back to the fact that the movie sucks. I like That's the nice. movie. I, I wasn't getting in there because <laughs> it's pointless to argue it anymore. I just think you just didn't like this type of movie. It wasn't what you thought the movie should be, but it's yeah. still a fantastic movie for the kind of movie he wanted to make. It wasn't perfect. I disagree. No one's saying it is. No one's saying it was a perfect movie. <laughs> all right. That's all we're saying. I'm saying I'm saying I enjoyed well, it. Well, I I feel like we should probably skip the writers re like the writers room because it's just gonna be probably gonna be, shouldn't. I do just that. did it. I just, I just yeah no. I just did it. It's gonna be that rant again and again. So hang on. Let's hop, can, let's oh, hop wait. into you like your details, Sheehan. I was gonna add a segment called Sheehan's details. Are there any little details you noted? Yeah, this may be a big detail. Idaho. Yeah, far Idaho. away. Idaho's really fucking far, far. Away, yeah. To just hop in the car and go to a bar in Missouri and then hop back home. Hey, there's no chance the guy's gonna be home after being in Missouri the day the yeah. day after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was bullshit. That I'll admit, um, that that seemed kind of dumb. And but they did pack clothes, so maybe they're gonna stake out his. But I don't know. They did have bags though. I thought they I thought I thought like they're not going anymore. I thought that's what it hinted at. Like you still want to kill this guy, and they both learn to live with their anger and like fix themselves. And they were like, uh, we'll think about it on the way. And that was like the director hinting at like, they're coming to terms and they're not actually yes. going to go do I, that. That's how I took it. That eventually, I, I don't think they'll even make it all the way there. They'll turn around eventually. So that's how I, cause who wants to go to, that's Idaho. how I left the theater. Dave thinking that was the ending. They just came to yeah. grips with their anger. They turned the car around, went home. John over here is leaving the theater thinking they're going to drive to Idaho, track down the guy who is actually the, the, the rapist killer yeah. and get vengeance. John wanted a good movie. He got, he just didn't realize he didn't get that. No, no, I, it still is a it was, good it was, movie. He just, he just misunderstood it. That's the thing that's driving no, me. I didn't, mis- I didn't misunderstand shit. It was choose your own adventure at that point. I mean, I chose to make it a yeah, better movie. Yeah, I wish I wish my brain chose the same thing you did, Jan. <laughs> I, I altered my reality to better suit my yeah. needs. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys have it. Hey, do we know? Yeah, do we do we know what studio produced this? I'm trying to find it right now. I do not know. Um, because if it's an Amazon movie, I don't think so. What? But while you're looking that up, no. Uh, Jimmy, yeah. anything else you actually really liked about the movie or anything? No. A- a- acting was great. No. Acting was great. The first half was great. Um, some of the dialogue was really, really bad. But the acting was yeah. really good. And the scenery was good. You know what we ne- didn't talk about that we need to fucking talk about? That horrible CGI deer. Yep, that was pretty bad. That was like, Why not just get a real deer? Or you could cut out where you see the deer and you just look at her and see her talking to a deer. That would have been great because her acting in that scene was fantastic. They just had a PS2 level graphics of deer. Yeah. I'm with you. Got it. It was Fox Searchlight. (laughs) FYI. (laughs) 
a division of Disney. I was I, I was I was I was curious as if it was going to be um, uh, Amazon because those billboards looked like a lot like the Netflix logos. Yeah, they did. You know, I saw it a couple times. I was like, wow, I wonder what's on Netflix later. Subliminally. Um, do winners and losers. My my little segment, huh? Okay, let's hop into winners and losers. Winners is wives of men who date young women because the guy couldn't look worse <laughs> the old guy right he's got a young girlfriend yeah but she's dumb as fucking rocks i mean you can have a hot girlfriend and if she's not worth it it does it trust me it just well yeah no, i mean i understand that but i also don't think he was super intelligent so i don't think he's trying to have philosophical conversations with her all right well, it was it was a weak winner because I I wanted to get to my loser, and that is reading comic books. I'm I'm a comic book reader myself, and seeing Dixon like a dumb fuck reading comic book at his desk <laughs> really made me maybe question myself when I how I look when I'm reading a comic. Book. Oh no, you look like that. That's why you should do what I do. I'm which sure is I do. Just read the Wikipedia pages about it. I like the comic books, man. The, the pretty pictures. I mean, yeah, no, I I, I really appreciate comics, but I don't read them for the same reason. <laughs> That now you're thinking about it, I anytime I'd go to pick one up, I'd be like, I I can't be that, like adult man reading a comic I read, book. I read them when I go to bed because I mean, it's, I, I if I look at my my computer, my, uh, my my phone, the LED screens keep me up at night. Just get a nice cozy co- comic book. Good way to go to bed, guys. Hey, reading's reading. Right. Reading's reading. Cool. I'm done there. <laughs> All right. Well, I should we hop into our reviews then? Ratings? Yeah. Why not? All right. Yeah, ratings. Sorry. All right. Let's hop into our ratings. Those of you listening at home know we rate things on three prongs. We do our popcorn, which is our entertainment scale. Did we like it? Would we rewatch it? That type of thing. Our critic score, which is looking at it through the lens of a reviewer. And then our pairings. What are we going to drink with it while we watch it again? Or if we watch it again? Jimmy, just go first. Give me your uh, your critic score. 82. All right. Fair. Jesus. <laughs> I was expecting way lower well, than you. Well, we gave Mudbound like 90s, right? Uh, I think so. I think it came out at 91. Yeah, so in comparison, yeah. 82, that, that seems about right for me. Okay. Sheehan, what do you got? I was going to go 87. Okay. Uh, what? That's what you had before the episode? I felt strongly. Yeah. So, um, it feels like you're Yeah, if you ask me now, I feel I'm feeling very depressed <laughs> about it. But don't let don't let Jimmy bully you. You guys are just you just I know you bullied the shit out of bullying. me. That's not bullying. I enlightened you to the problems that you were ignorantly blissful to. No, that's bullying. If 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 I had to change it, I probably like right now. I think I would probably have <laughs> because that's how that's how bad you made me feel about this movie. Yeah, no. Well, Jimmy you can change it. Negative Nancy here. You are such a you are a negative hey, Nancy. Man, that yeah. was a negative Nancy. Go with the, your gut. The movie had you a lot of like flaws. This movie. Are you? You should rate it how you want. It. Are you staying at an eighty-seven? You definitely are long. No, I, I yeah I am. I'm all right. All right. Eighty-seven. I am gonna give it an eighty-six. Why'd you guys I, rant I and it. rave about it and then give it 80s? 80s are good. I'm pretty yeah. sure this is going to be our second highest reviewed movie now. I ranted and raved about Thor and I gave it a 72 yeah. or something like that. What did we give Murder on the Orient Express? I like that more than this one. Well, I think 80 something, 89. Well, then, 90. then cool. We're good. 
right. Yeah, no, we're, we're, yeah. we're on par. Don't worry. Comes out to right. an 84. So, 84? I can live with that. Point six. That makes sense. I'm going right. I'm going four stars because in, until the very end. Popcorns. Four popcorns. Because until the very end, I was Brand. watching and into it and loving it. Um, like I'm, I probably wouldn't rewatch it that often. Uh, but entertainment-wise, while watching, it was enjoyable and had me hooked. But I walked away very angry. Hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. here's here's the crazy twist. I had written down three popcorn, but you just convinced me to up it to four. You were right. Because I was thinking I wouldn't really rewatch this ever unless the family wanted to. Yeah, you judge more on the rewatch. I judge more on I the, do, yeah. how I liked the one watch. Which I, you convinced me. I really enjoyed I walked out of this movie loving it. had a smile on my face. I had a great time watching it. I'm going to go for popcorn. Sheehan, what about you? Well, I, I mean, I was going to go five because I truly enjoyed it, and I know it was my own faded reality that made it that way. <laughs> but I think we should we should instate a rule that if there's two of one number, we should just go with that. Okay. I don't like that rule, though. I think we do because, I mean, four – because then we – okay, let's say let's average the three of them. This says 4.3. We're going to round down because it didn't hit 4.5. So, it, yeah. Yeah, but you should still it's, give it the rating you want. I don't. I yeah, don't I'm giving want... it. I'm giving it a five, but I think our, right. our 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 collective one should be four. Yes, that that works. I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. I like that. So pairings. What are you guys gonna drink when you rewatch this? Sheehan, what do you got? I'm doing a tall Bud Light and a big cup of police brutality. All right. Jimmy. B- Bud heavy, can tall boy. It's pretty similar. Nice. Pa- paper bag over it. Of course. Got a brown bag it. Uh, I am going to go with a very cheap bottle of bourbon. You just twist the cap off, take some pulls straight from that. There you go. Like Oh, yeah, like uh, like Max Mom. Yes, just like her. <laughs> I f- always forget she's in this. She, she's Is she a person or is she the, just a prop? I think she is... That's the only character she's ever been, and that's the only character she ever will be, is that woman. They just wake her up, and it's like, hey, oh, sit in this room. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Glad you all agree on that. All right. Well, that wraps up our review of Three Billboards. If you guys didn't listen to it or didn't see it before listening to this, you're stupid. Go watch it. It's a good movie, despite Jimmy's ranting and ravings. So let's hop into our weekly recommendations. What do you guys got? What have you been watching? What have you been enjoying? Jimmy, you first. Shit. So many shows just came out. And I haven't really... Fi- I like started five of them and haven't finished any. But... Fuck. I don't know. It's Christmas time. Go watch Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Fair. That- Sheehan, what do you got? That's my favorite Christmas movie. Nice. All right. Um, I got two recommendations. First, uh, go watch The Punisher on Netflix. If you're not if you're not a uh, superhero guy, it's fine because this has nothing to do with superpowers. It's just a bunch of uh, PTSD and, and Marines. It's really, really, really good stuff. Uh, maybe don't binge it all in one sitting because uh, the the main character there, Frank Castle, he definitely went to the uh, the the Christian Bale school of acting because. It's a whole lot of like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so don't 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 sit it down and watch it all at once because you'll get real tired of that real quick. Uh, after talking with Justin last week, I started to really like zone in on 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 stunts, 
Mm-hmm. Super obvious when you have a stuntman in there. Oh, yeah. Really? That's like, gonna... They're not even the same build. and they, they, the, It's weird. I, I think that's going to be my thing, like, with uh, Jimmy noticing the back of people's heads if they're not doing the right facial expressions. That's going to be mine now, at least for a little bit till it slips my mind. Yeah. But I, I yeah, definitely... He definitely ruined that. He ruined yeah. that for me. I was spotted, like, trying to spot him anytime there was stunts going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, another Netflix series, uh, it was actually a Discovery series before that, Manhunt, you know, Bomber? Oh, is that good? It looked kind of... Good. I'm two episodes in. It's it, good. It looked. I watched some of the first, and it looked kind of cable TV ish to me. Well, yeah, it absolutely is. It has it has the cable breaks. I mean, it's it is cable TV. I'm out on you those can't, shows. You can't deny that. Why not? It, Paul Bettany is amazing. Oh, he's in U- it. I, I will 1,000 percent watch it. He is he's the Unabomber. So oh. Wow, spoiler Great stuff. Just spoiled it. Jesus Christ! He's already in custody, Jimmy. <laughs> It's, it's episode. I'm only two episodes into it. Okay, relax. <laughs> but yeah, for me, for me, it was fun because I actually like followed Unabomber when I was young, when I was ten years old. That sounds weird. Hey man, that's stuff you shouldn't admit. I think. Yeah, that's some pre crime shit. We got a Unabomber fan oh, I'm, over I'm, here on the podcast. Not a fan, just an enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pause that for a second because I want to give my recommendation, and then I okay. have another segment we need to bring up. Okay. But my my recommendation is the Disaster Artist. I saw that this past weekend, and it is fantastic. I even think if you haven't seen The Room, you should definitely watch that because it's the greatest bad movie of all time. But even if you haven't seen that, you can go to the Des- Disaster Artist and enjoy it. I went with a friend of mine who had never seen The Room, and near the end, he was like, "There's no way this is a real story." And over the credits, they show. Scenes from the Disaster Artist where they showed them filming against the actual scenes from the room. And it's just perfect, like a perfect match. And if James Franco doesn't get nominated, it's a fucking travesty. He, within five minutes, you don't think you're watching James Franco play this character. You're thinking, holy shit, that's Tommy Wiseau. So everyone go out and watch the Disaster Artist. Now back to my other segment, which is pre-crime. Because you just went on a big pre-crime rant with how you're pro Unabomber. What's up with no, you? Well, no, not sorry, pro Unabomber. A fan of his work. I'm an enthusiast of serial killers. <laughs> that they interest doesn't me. Doesn't make it better. What's going on with your neighbor who took down the lights in the front of his house but left up the, bu- the ones in the back? He's pissing me off. You know what the little motherfucker did to me? What? He he. It started to snow on Saturday. And he got up at seven in the morning and started blowing the leaves off his uh, his his yard. So, blew them onto my yard. I got tons of leaves in my yard because I don't have time for that shit. I'm remodeling my whole fucking house. He's gonna make me look that much worse by making his yard pristine, completely clear of leaves. While mine looks like a bag of shit. Like you didn't need to just pile on top of me. He's an asshole. He's probably a serial killer. Fuck him. Did you ask him about why he took down the lights he had put up? I'm not talking to him. <laughs> no, we need answers. No way. Don't talk to that guy. No, no. You've seen the Always Sunny uh, when they move to the suburbs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that. This, the, every, everything my neighbors do piss me off. <laughs> that's, that's just amazing. This is my favorite ongoing saga. She inverse the suburbs. It's going to be real bad, dude. It's going to be real <laughs> bad. I, had, I, I don't have a snowblower. Apparently, my, and my, my driveway, 
I'm not going to exaggerate. I want to say it's probably like 150 to 200 feet long. A good amount. I got, I don't have a snowblower. My uh, guy at work gave me uh, a power shovel. You know what those are? It's like no. a vacuum and a snowblower mixed together. It's it's a it's fucking worthless. It it weighs 50 pounds and it just shoots snow. Okay. You hate shoveling. I got. Who who likes who likes shoveling? I'm a weirdo. I I love shoveling. Not love. I like doing menial tasks that just get me out of the house and then I just have time to myself. See, I don't right? do it enough. I only do it when I go to like visit family in Chicago and I'm helping them out. Well, so I like it because it's kind of out of the norm. But if I had to do it every day or like every few days in the winter, I feel like I would hate it. Let me rephrase. I just, I just sent, I just sent you a picture of my driveway. I want to see if you enjoy shoveling that shit. The first, the first like couple snows, I, I, I would shovel, and then it's like fuck that. Yeah. So, anyways, this, this, this that power doesn't shovel, seem that bad. You did a horrible job, but. Because the power shovel sucks, Dave. <laughs> and I have to. I had to string up three power cords to reach the end of the driveway. Didn't reach it. I still had to shovel the last three feet. The bad part, too. <laughs> that sucks. I, I'm sorry. It does man. suck. All right. I don't like. I don't like shoveling. Well, that wraps this edition of Six Pack Cinema. Guess what, guys? It's that wonderful time of year. It comes once a year. Everyone's happy. Next week. We are doing Star Wars, The Last Jedi. I'm pumped. Sheehan's pumped. Jimmy is skipping the episode because he hates Star Wars. Go out, watch it with the rest of the world because everyone's going to love this movie. Talk to you guys next week. Corn liquor tastes sweeter in this town. Could it be it's the same as the last? I swear I've seen your face elsewhere before. Just as familiar as a bottle and a glass. Hey, darling, sleeping on the black top. Hey darling, running through the trees, honey. Hey darling, leaving for the next town. Lesson my sense catches up with me. Hey darling, sleeping on the black top. Hey darling, running through the trees, honey. Hey darling, leaving for the next town. Lesson my sense catches up with me. Catches up with me.